In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to you, dear brothers and sisters, as we draw great, close to the great and holy season of Lent, only ten days away. And as we approach God's holy altar, we hear our Lord unveiling from the fifth chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel, the guts, if you will, of the Sermon on the Mount. Now you may know this, our Lord is saying these words right after he preaches the Beatitudes. He says the Beatitudes, and then right into the passage we heard of that high moral calling of the gospel to which you and I are invited as the children of God. And is that not righteous? A state or a government has a penal positive law. A family has a high calling. The police call you to obey the law. Your father can call you to greatness. Your mother and your brothers and your sisters and so forth can encourage you higher. And that is life in the family of God. And just as I said last week, again, the five o'clock mass was passed, packed last week because it snowed like all the Dickens on Sunday. But as I said last week, last week's sermon was part one of a two-part sermon on an evangelical effort called for by the Bishop of Madison, Donald J. Hying. Now, the priest of the diocese received a letter via email this afternoon in which the bishop said that on March the 9th, he will announce the timeline and program for everything. So I cannot come and say, hey, y'all, we're going to do this precisely. That will happen after March the 9th. But as I did last week, I would like to quote to you from the document of John Paul II called Novo Millennio Inuente. As you remember, that means at the dawn of the new millennium, that after all of the great works that happened in the year 2000, St. John Paul II wrote this particular letter to the Universal Church on what will go forward. And I wish to quote the sort of hinge of that document. He writes the following. If we ask what is at the core of the great legacy left to us, I would not hesitate to describe it as the contemplation of the face of Christ. Christ considered in his historical features and in his mystery. Christ known throughout his manifold presence in the church and in the world and confessed as the meaning of history and the light of life's journey. So contemplating the face of Christ, and as I mentioned last week, I will be preaching all of the sermons of Lent and Easter from the great work, the great historical, theological, spiritual work of Archbishop Fulton J. Seen titled The Life of Christ. And we will hopefully together contemplate Christ considered in his historical features, scripture, and in his mysteries, the sacraments. And that'll help us each as we make particular resolutions for Lent to get to know Christ in his manifold presence in the church, in the world, and confessed as the meaning of history and the light of life's journey. Now, the Pope continues, and I do this just because it is the beginning. It's sort of a restating of what Bishop Hying wants to do in general. St. John Paul continues, Now, we must look ahead. We must put out into the deep water. What we have done cannot justify a sense of complacency. 
Still less should it lead us to relax our commitment. On the contrary, the experiences that we have had must inspire us to new energy, impel us to invest in concrete initiatives and with the enthusiasm which we have felt. Jesus himself warns us, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. In the cause of the kingdom of God, there is no time for looking back, even less for settling into laziness. Much awaits us. For this reason, we must set about drawing up an effective pastoral plan. It is important, however, that what we propose with the help of God should be profoundly rooted in contemplation and prayer. Ours is a time of continual movement, which often leads to restlessness with the risk of doing for the sake of doing. We must resist this temptation by trying to be before trying to do. In that spirit, I can say the first two parts of the bishop's initiative is deep formation of parish staffs and faculties. Now, our parish has a relatively small staff, and we don't have a school, so we have no faculty. I will be extending an invitation to all of the parish catechists to join us in a part of that formation. And then second part of the bishop's initiative, a lengthy and deep formation in holiness and prayer. Now we must, as good sons and daughters, await for his direct initiatives. But I want to give you this simple encouragement. It is 10 days before Lent. Make sure you, if you have not done so already, to begin making your resolutions for Lent. The ways you will try to be before you try to do. And with concrete initiatives, give yourself in prayer, almsgiving, and fasting to Christ. Think of how you will do that. Those 12 names, remember those of your parishioners, I invited you to write down 12 names of people you want to invite into friendship with Jesus. Make sure you put those 12 names down on, a, on an index card or print something out and laminate it, or if you want to type it into your smartphone, that's fine. That whether you uh, go to Mass, make the Stations of the Cross, read a little meditation, whatever it is, you are always bringing those 12 names with you. You are trying to, in a sense, be with them before we make our doing with them. Please pray for me. On Monday early afternoon, I will be entering New Mellory Abbey, a Cistercian monastery, for my annual silent retreat. So there's, all right, very technologically minimal. The first hour of prayer is at 3.30 in the morning, so it's good for a parish priest to go spend a little time with the monks and get his spiritual life back on track. I'll be back on Friday afternoon. One week from today, we will all gather together to pray for and make our commitment to the annual Catholic appeal and begin our material sacrifice and generosity in that way. And then we will receive word from our bishop and with enthusiasm prepare ourselves to contemplate the face of Christ, order our lives with him at the center, and begin a beautiful campaign to become restful, not restless, to be rather than to do, and to know Jesus Christ 
who is Son with Father and Holy Spirit, being the great God whose name is I Am. And through that knowledge, will be peaceful and ready to invite many into friendship of that high moral calling. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 